This is Annie Stevens-Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. Good evening. This is Reverend Gary Lubin serving as deacon with the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Welcome to our daily devotion in the early evening for individuals and families, which can be found on page 139 of the Book of Common Prayer. Today, we celebrate the feast day of the Holy Innocents. Instead of a reading from the daily office, our reading is from the feast day of the Holy Innocents, which is Matthew chapter 2, verses 13 through 18. Now let us begin our worship together. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. When the wise men had departed, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there until I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night, and went to Egypt, and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled because they are no more. The Gospel of our Lord. The Magi recognize, warmly greet, and honor the infant Jesus. They shower him with presents. Mind you, the Magi are complete strangers who have traveled a long journey from a foreign land in the east. They are astrologers, experts in their field. I imagine that in today's world, they would be someone like an astrophysicist, a scientist or the like, who study the heavens using equipment like the James Webb Telescope, discovering both the very big and little. The aftermath of the Big Bang, for example, quantum physics as well. So they have followed Jesus' star in the east, which some say could have been a conjunction of planets, hey, a comet, or even a supernova. Notwithstanding, it leads them to Jerusalem, which is the very spiritual center of Jerusalem. 
The Magi arrive sometime after the birth of Jesus, but not knowing exactly where he is. So they ask, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. Well, when the king of Judea, Herod the Great, hears about this, he feels threatened and asks about his advisors, the baby's whereabouts, so that he can have the innocent and vulnerable Jesus killed. Not an unusual for a king who ordered the murder of members of his own family, including three sons. So he has no compunction whatsoever about the killing of someone else's. This really brings attention to the poignancy of how needful the newborn baby really is. How wholly dependent Jesus is on others for everything, including protection at this critical juncture, especially protection against the likes of Herod. As an historical aside, it's ironic, indeed, that Herod was not long for the world, dying of a debilitating disease a short time later, while still on the throne, I should add. But did Herod even need to worry in the first place? After all, Jesus' throne is not of this world, right? And Jesus' reign is to be one of love, grace, mercy, and justice. Oh, did I say justice? Oh, I guess Herod did need to worry about that after all. <laughs> As to such rulers in the world today, I think. Fortunately, Jesus is under the protection of God's self by the action of the Holy Spirit. The Magi are told in a dream to return home without debriefing Herod as to the whereabouts of the Holy Family. Herod was furious since it would have been very difficult to locate a transient family who was only there to be counted in a census, Herod casts a wider net ordering the death of all infant boys under two years of age in the area of Bethlehem. And so today, we remember the taking of innocent young lives. The holy innocents, we call them, the holy innocents. Now, Joseph was also warned in a dream to flee Bethlehem. Joseph doesn't really say very much in the Bible. Actually, nothing at all that is written down. But Joseph listens and then acts. The Holy Family runs for their lives. The Holy Spirit was busy that day. Yes, she was. So Joseph, Mary, and Jesus leave Bethlehem under the cover of night to escape to Egypt to escape certain death for all of them. They have been displaced. They are refugees. Unfortunately, the deliberate as well as unintended but avoidable destruction of innocent human lives has long been a part of human behavior. In war, the overwhelming number of victims and fatalities are civilians and calling civilian casualties in war collateral damage numbs us to that reality. My father and grandmother could have been such victims 
They were also refugees fleeing the ravages of the Russian Revolution and the dictates of Stalin, who I offer could teach Herod a thing or two about killing innocents. I don't know how my grandmother did it, lugging a three-year-old with her during that 750-mile trip from Odessa, Ukraine, to Warsaw, Poland, walking the entire way. Now, that happened in the early 1920s. After waiting for about three years for their quota number to come up, they arrived at Ellis Island in 1924 on the USS President Fillmore sailing out of Bremen, Germany. Over time, there had been somewhat of a Ukrainian diaspora involving several waves of immigrants to the United States beginning in the early 1900s up until even today because of Putin's war on Ukraine. The carnage continues. So that we do not get too haughty, though, remember there is the refugee and immigration mess at our southern border. There are more than 2,000 miles to travel to get from Central America to the southern border. The wailing sorrow and loud lamentations of Rachel described by Jeremiah in today's reading goes on yet today. Only now it is Raquel doing the crying. In case you missed it, that was my attempt to say Rachel in Spanish. Anyway, there are too, too many places in our world today where people are sorely suffering. And, you know, it's very, very sad. Very sad. And even one life lost is just too many. And is downright tumultuous. Anarchy of self-righteousness. A perversion of salvation chaotic creation. How can we transcend the politics of polarization and violence in church and state to trust God like little children to get God's love done to protect and preserve the lives of little children to leave for our children and grandchildren a legacy of peace, justice, love, and truth. Have you heard of the butterfly effect? The butterfly is a symbol of resurrection. We can only hope that even the smallest of our efforts will ripple through creation, resulting in a loving and peaceful world. We are, you know, in the season of Christmas, the shortest season in our Christian calendar. How may we spell hope in this short time of the year? There is a lovely Jewish tradition that says every child who is born is a reminder that God is not finished with the world yet. Every child, every one of them, they are all butterflies. Jesus was such a child. And even now, every day is a new day when God is just getting started once again for the first time. Amen. And now a reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. It is not ourselves that we proclaim. We proclaim Christ Jesus as Lord and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. 
For the same God who said, Out of darkness let light shine, has caused his light to shine within us, to give the light of revelation, the revelation of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Let us now say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now let us pray the collect for the feast day of the Holy Innocents. We remember today, O God, the slaughter of the Holy Innocents of Bethlehem by King Herod. Receive, we pray, into the arms of your mercy all innocent victims, and by your great might frustrate the designs of evil tyrants and establish your rule of justice, love, and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us now take some time pausing our worship together, if you need to do that, to offer up our prayers of intercession, thanksgiving, and praise for the world, for the church, for our national life, for the social and natural orders, for family and personal life, in particular for those who are suffering and those who have died. Let us now pray the collect for the human family found on page 815 of the prayer book. O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth, that in your good time, all nations and the one human race may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Let us pray the collect for the social order and social justice from page 823. Grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart, and especially the hearts of the people of this land, that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And now let us pray the concluding collect from page 139 of the prayer book. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Now go in peace, hope, joy. 
to love and serve our God in the name of our teacher and Savior, Jesus.